Welcome to Woe Nessie. Yay! <laughs> the podcast. The podcast. I'm Amelia. I'm Jade. And this is Woe Nessie, the podcast. <laughs> Alright, can we start over for real, though? Uh-huh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say yay, but then I was like, that's your line. <laughs> we can switch. Yay! <laughs> well, anyway, this is a really great podcast. Obviously. We're so professional about everything that we do. We're very professional. We talk about monsters and cool beasts and... Cryptids. Yes. Creatures. Legends. Mm-hmm. Uh, pop culture type things. Yes. Animals. Things that are beastly. Mm-hmm. And we do tons of research, like, weeks and weeks in advance. We're always extremely prepared <laughs> for everything. We don't wait till the last minute. <laughs> no. We don't decide on the topic the day before. We have We definitely done... did not text about this last <laughs> night at, like, nine. <laughs> That's not what happened. A lot of thinking about, we've got it planned out for, for the next four years. We have an editorial calendar. Anyways, <laughs> this is Bonessi, uh, and, okay, normally we do a listener question at the start, but we don't really have any. We had a couple that we could have used, but we kind of want to spin those out into whole episodes, so we need more listener questions that are not good enough to be whole episodes, I guess. Yeah, also... Send us your mediocre listener questions. Just get silly. We want goofy questions. Yeah. Uh, I want something that's gonna make me think about something that I've never thought about before in a creative and fun way. Yes. Sure, I guess. And we could have just, like, thought of something to talk about, but that's your job. So... Yeah. 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 It's not our responsibility <laughs> for finding content for our own podcast, okay? Get on it, listeners. <laughs> All right. So, if you do have those questions, uh, email us at wonessiepod at gmail dot com or tweet us at wonessie and tell us them. All right. No, we haven't been drinking, by the way. <laughs> That's actually not. Sarcastic. Yeah, we actually have no. not. <laughs> We're but, just like this. So, so um, the beast of the week. <laughs> what are we talking about this week, Amy? We're talking about the Jersey Devil. Ooh. All right. So, when you first talked about this. And you had mentioned it as, like, a recent cryptid. I was like, I have no idea what she was talking about. Mm -hmm. But I think I have heard about this a little bit. But I think any time I heard about somebody talking about it in the news, it was like that, reminds me of that one time where the people got all crazy about the leprechaun that they saw on the tree. Oh, yeah, like a news story about how people are crazy and believe in this thing called the Jersey Devil, Mm because people totally do. Yep, and I still think that anybody, it's, I mean, it's a little goofy. It's a lot outlandish, but I like it. which makes it great. And when I, I did suggest that we do a recent one, and this is what I thought of, but I should probably clarify that recent in this case means, like, not from ancient Egypt. <laughs> right. It's, I mean, it's... Because that's a lot of what we've been doing has been around forever. This originates in, like, colonial America. Right. But it, there have been some recent sightings within yeah. the last couple of years, so... Yeah, and I think most of the sightings started in, like, the early 1900s. So, it's sort of recent. <laughs> but it's we can do like a really recent one at some point but we Mm -hmm. didn't feel like doing slender man and that was the only one that we could think of yeah i don't know (laughs) if i'm ready for that yet but yeah so the jersey double why don't you tell us what the heck it is so (laughs) 
the Jersey Devil, and I really enjoyed this description a lot, and oh, also good. I will share my favorite picture of the Jersey Devil um, that I found doing this research, um, but it's like a kangaroo-like creature, and I think what they mean by that is it's, it stands on its hind legs, and it's, yes. but I think it's larger than a kangaroo. Um, it's got a long neck, it's got a reptilian body, and in some depictions it's scaly looking and some others it's hairy and a lot of the older descriptions describe it as a hairy type creature okay and it's got a horse's head in one uh sighting it was described as having the head of a horse but the face of a collie and i really tried hard to put that in my mind but i really was having trouble with that um so it's got maybe like the skull and ears of a horse yeah, and like a collie a, snoot? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I really wasn't sure about that one. Yeah, that's odd. Um, <laughs> unless it was like something that they called a collie back way when. And it's not it's what we not think what of. We think of when we think of like a dog, like a collie dog. Um, other depictions or uh, sightings, people have described it as having the head of a goat. But one picture I saw had a capybara head, and I really liked that one because that one was real cute. You can't go wrong with adding a capybara to right? any sort of chimera. They have, like, the cutest little faces. They always look so happy. They're smiling. <laughs> they are. <laughs> uh, they've got big, leathery, bat-like wings, and pretty much that was that was pretty consistent across the board as far as sightings went was the leathery bat wings. And that's the Jersey Devil, not capybaras. <laughs> yes, correct. Not Yes, not to cause any confusion. Uh, although, you know, a, the Jersey Devil looks a lot like a capybara, I think, in general. Yeah, they're kind of weird. They've got hooves. The hooves, yeah. Yeah, sure. And they kind of have the weird, like clawy kind of hands they kind of have little toe little weird yeah. toes um, they don't have wings or long necks or right <laughs> they don't have wings that's for sure um but the uh, jersey devil also has small arms and clawed hands as i was described or like little claws like so kind of like a or like a little raptor <laughs> yeah so it's kind of like a raptor crossover with a kangaroo crossover with a goat, a raptor a goat. horse goat bat yes <laughs> <laughs> One of the pictures was straight up goat with wings, and it it's looked like somebody threw a goat up into the tree. <laughs> so like that's what it looks like in the picture. Um, and they've got cloven hooves on the back feet, or sometimes just horses' hooves. Okay, so and they stand on their back feet. Yes. Okay. I guess. I mean, unless they're more goat-like, then they might stand on oh. all four. But um, both, I guess, the evidence that a lot of people have found is usually horse hooves okay. imprints in the ground. So. But that's what it is. It's a it's a weird creature. It's pretty large. It's fairly large. Okay. Um, and it lives in a specific, like, forest in New Jersey, right? Right. It yeah. lives in the Pine Barrens of New Jersey. So it doesn't ever go anywhere else. And I think there's only one of them. Yes. Right. Okay. As so far it's not as I like know. a type of creature. There's not a population of Jersey Devils. There is the Jersey Devil. Mm-hmm. And there are a couple origin stories, but... I guess, first of all, let's paint a picture of the scenery. Pine, yes. The Pine Barrens is more paint of... Paint me a word picture. <laughs> it sounds a lot like what it sounds, the name is, is Pine and Barren. It's an extremely epic name, and it sounds like a it forest really where cool. you would find some sort of horrible creature. Yeah, well, it sounds really... It sounds like a fake place, honestly. Yeah. It sounds like the kind of ghost story setting that you would set was the Pine Barrens of yeah. New Jersey, or the Jersey area, the uh, New England area. But... Uh, supposedly it was a, it was a very, it's lots of trees or it's a lot, there are a lot of woods in the area, but then also the sand is very sandy and dry and rocky and doesn't have a lot of good land. And so it was pretty barren, but also piney. (laughs) Piney and barren. Mm -hmm. And I think that it was just kind of a difficult 
um, a difficult place to live and grow and thrive as a little town. That's the gist that I got from that makes sense. reading about this, and that's back in the Quaker times in the 1700s and stuff, mm-hmm. so you've got a little bit more information about the origin story, right? Yay. Oh, yeah. Okay. So the legendary origin story of the Jersey Devil uh, starts with a woman named Mother Leeds who lived in the Pine Barrens in 1735, and she was very overwhelmed by her 12 children. I would be too. Yeah. That sounds (laughs) horrible. So then she found out that she was pregnant for a 13th time, uh, and was very frustrated, and cursed the child, saying that it was from the devil, which, I mean, fair. Right? (laughs) That's a lot of kids. Yeah. (laughs) I might as well have been the devil. (laughs) But it turns out she should not have said that, because... Mm -hmm. Uh, as she labored on a dark and stormy night, mm. uh, she gave birth to a creature with a goat's head, bat wings, hooves, and a forked tail. Yeah, I forgot to mention the forked tail part. Oh, yes. I realized okay. that, but I didn't want to interrupt you. It's Sorry. like a classic devil thing. Yes. Um, it should have been assumed. <laughs> so, yeah. Freaky monster baby screamed at all of her attending friends and family, and then it killed the midwife and flew up the chimney and into the Pine Barrens, where it supposedly lives to this day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's the legendary origin story. The actual origin of the legend, however, absolutely obsessed me when I started l- reading about it because it is buck wild. <laughs> that sounds amazing. It's, I so. mean, it's. I mean, it sounds like. Okay, go ahead and, and tell the story. <laughs> I will tell. I will tell you what I think about it after. You okay, go ahead and tell it. It's very funny. Okay, so the Jersey Devil is was originally known as the Leeds Devil. So remember, Mother Leeds was the woman that supposedly was its mom. Um, And the Leeds were a prominent family in southern colonial New Jersey. So this was like the 1700s, old-fashioned times. Baby America was not America yet. Um, So they were prominent and well-respected. And then Daniel Leeds came along. Um, They were Quakers, but he ended up getting ostracized by his Quaker congregation because... He had this thing where he published yearly almanacs, like farmer's almanacs, but he started using astrology in them. And so he got in trouble with his church because they said it was blasphemous. <laughs> and But I like... Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's... Yeah, what were you... I, I want you to... I'll tell you tell a story and I'll... Because... Well, I feel bad because I read it too, but like we unknowingly both read the exact same story. It's a fascinating story. I mean, I just picture him being, like, really angsty about everything, but keep going. (laughs) No, he seems like he was quite a character, because, (laughs) so the church, like, was saying, you shouldn't put astrology in this, so in response to that, he put way more astrology (laughs) And he was like, I'll do what I want. That's what I picture him doing. It's just This is an extremely Daniel Leeds thing, so he added (laughs) occultism and mysticism and demonism and magic and stuff. basically just in response to having any sort of criticism of his work and therefore they brought it to the philadelphia quaker meeting which was at the time basically just all of the quakers and so all of quakerdom condemned his writings as heretical um so because of this (laughs) i have a question though real quick yeah do most people know what like quakers are like i admit i am not like terribly familiar it's a lot like puritan right Puritan is Quaker. Um, I think of Quakers as being very focused on community. Uh, I know that they're, yeah, I'm not, we'll just look it up real quick, because I don't know if that's just like a, like a local American thing, or if, I think there are a lot of Quakers in, like, Pennsylvania, and they do plain dress. Uh, so they are, 
I am not familiar with their theology. I'm not, I know nothing <laughs> about it either. Uh, also, apparently neither does Wikipedia. So it says that they're, cl- they're technically Protestant. Their theology is variable. Depends on the meeting. Um, but yeah, Society of Friends or the Friends Church. Generally united in a belief uh, that ability of each human being to experientially experientially <laughs> access that of God in every person. And they profess the priesthood of all believers. Mm. That sounds pretty standard Protestant. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what they're Started specific. in 17th century England, separated from the Shakers. They were like, we're going to just make our own thing. We're going to call it the Quakers. So, Quakers and the Shakers. Sounds like another teen angst. Like, oh, I think, in, I think they're called the Quakers because they would do the, like, during worship, like... But don't Shakers, isn't quaking and shaking kind of like the same thing? I think so, yeah. Hmm. Well, anyway, I obviously, I don't know anything. So about they this. don't like astrology. They apparently really don't like. Not into the occult. In the seventeenth century, they were really, really not into that stuff in New Jersey. <laughs> they shunned him. So yeah, he was now. He had now been shunned by all of the Quakers in the region. So in response to this, <laughs> I admire him though for standing up for what he believed in and pursuing his his interests and yeah i get the impression that it wasn't even necessarily what he believed in but it was just like what he was doing and found vaguely interesting and somebody was mad about it and therefore he was gonna do he was going to increase the thing <laughs> honestly it sounds a lot like something i would do yeah totally. if somebody was telling me that i shouldn't do something he was an obstinate man yeah well but yeah okay so now he's been called down by all of the quakers so he converts to Anglicanism and starts publishing specifically anti-Quaker tracts, which seems a little aggressive. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> so he was criticizing their theology and calling them anti-monarchists, which they were at the time, but this was, so this started being a hot-button, like, political thing, because mm-hmm. we're in the time where the revolution was about to happen, and so there were monarchists and anti-monarchists, and... Leeds at the time was working for a Lord Cornbury, who was <laughs> that the... name. Every time I read it, made me want to giggle a little bit. <laughs> Cornbury, <laughs> and he's when he talked like this, and he's probably a total dweeb, is what it sounds like. I am Lord Cornbury. And... <laughs> He was not a popular guy, but Leeds was working for him, and he was the governor. Um, Lord Cornbury was the governor of New Jersey, appointed by uh, the crown. And he went ahead and publicly endorsed uh, Leeds and called down the Quakers, which just added more fuel to the fire. (laughs) And so the Quakers of southern New Jersey at this point had had enough and officially declared Daniel Leeds evil. Just pretty Straight up evil. Yeah. Okay. So, the Leeds family name at this point was associated with, like, the occult and evil and stuff. And then, now we move on to Daniel Leeds' son, Titan. Which is an amazing name. Isn't that the best name? Yeah, I was thinking about, like, if <laughs> if I were to have a son and name him Titan, like, how that would be perceived. Not that I really care that much, but also the idea that, like, people name their children Titan. Titan. Well, you go from, like, Lord Cornbury, and then you have Titan. <laughs> yeah, and he was truly a titan of the almanac industry. He was pretty cool. He sounded like a pretty cool dude. He sounded dope. So yeah, he... (laughs) So Titan took over the almanac company from his father Daniel, and the Leeds family almanac started to compete with Benjamin Franklin's almanac, Poor Richard's almanac. Which is pretty insane. (laughs) Obviously we know who won, I think. 
uh, in the long run, <laughs> considering well. I've actually heard of uh, Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> now you've heard uh, his of almanac. The, the poor, leads what as is well. it? The poor, poor Richards almanac. Poor Richards, yeah, yeah. But it started to be a major competitor, and it still used all the astrology stuff. And um, Benjamin Franklin, good old Benji, started getting annoyed that he had some competition, and so in let's see, 1733, in the Poor Richards Almanac. Uh, Franklin included a satirical column where he used astrology to predict that Titan Leeds would die in October of that same year, um, which was a joke, but kind of a nasty joke. Yeah, he seemed really like I didn't realize that Ben Franklin was so petty. Like he seems extremely <laughs> pretty petty. petty like just with everything that he did with this. Oh, but keep going. Okay, I'm enjoying yeah. your your rendition of it. <laughs> So, yeah, he predicted that Titan Leeds would die in October, and Titan was not terribly amused by this joke, uh, and published a public admonition that called Benjamin Franklin a fool and a liar. (laughs) In return, Franklin mocked Leeds' outrage and suggested that Leeds actually had died in October, (laughs) as his almanac had predicted, and that he was now a ghost that was writing his almanacs from the grave and haunting Franklin as a vengeful spirit. Um, And Benjamin Franklin... (laughs) That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. But, like, from Benjamin Franklin, like, a founding father of our nation. It's so childish. And he continued to refer to Leeds only as a ghost. (laughs) From then on, even after Leeds' actual death in 1738. (laughs) It's kind of like, I would be so mad if I were Titan. Like, I would be so frustrated, because then you've... You could, anything you, that's like, that's like when you're getting in an argument with something and they're like, mm, I can't hear you because you're dead. <laughs> you're a ghost. You're, you're a ghost. Ghosts can't talk to humans or people. Anybody hear that? Oh, <laughs> it must be a cool breeze. I don't know what you're saying unless you've got a Ouija board. Like, <laughs> that's crazy. Yes. So, uh, so the Leeds family had a feud with Benjamin Franklin is the summary of that. And all of this might have turned into the Jersey Devil legend. Because uh, Daniel Leeds, so the f- original almanac Leeds that we were talking about, he did have nine children with his third wife. So it's not the 12 of the original legend, but it was an unusually large family. But like after six or seven, who's really counting? I know, right? <laughs> it's, it's just all... a whole mess of kids. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, Titan, when he was publishing the almanacs, started to add the Leeds family crest to the cover of the books, and the crest includes a wyvern. Which is a very similar creature. Yeah, it's like a dragon thing that has wings and stands on its hind legs and kind of looks like the Jersey Devil. So they were already, the family was associated with that sort of creature. And then Daniel Leeds obviously had a reputation as this evil occultist guy that the church had banished because he was so bad. Um, and so this all transformed into a legend that, like, from this evil, evil family spawned this monster that lived in their neighborhood and was a devil. That's a really, but I really like this origin story. It's so crazy, and I love it. Because, first of all, I don't like history. I think it's so boring (laughs) most of the time. I'm sorry if that's offensive to anybody at all, but the idea that, uh that it's like a whole other like facet and to Benjamin Franklin's personality that I (laughs) never would have thought that he would have been like that. Somebody needs to call Lin-Manuel Miranda and he needs to write a play about 
the Leeds family and Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> Seriously. Forget <laughs> Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see the Benjamin Franklin and the Jersey Devil story. Benjamin, Benjamin, Benjamin Franklin in general seems like a pretty out of control dude. <laughs> right? Not to be confused with Benjamin, his crazy sister. <laughs> So yeah, that's <laughs> that was a really stupid joke. It sounded a lot funnier in my head. So anyway. yeah, the Jersey Devil may have had to do with this weird like political feud between like monarchists and anti-monarchists and the Quakers and occultists and this one particular family that fell from grace in colonial New Jersey. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which is honestly pretty cool. It reminds me a lot of like um, the fact that I truly believe that Abraham Lincoln was one of the greatest vampire hunters of all time. <laughs> because I've listened to, well, I guess I read the book and then I also listened to the audiobook and I've listened to it now twice. Is it compelling? It is really good. And it is, it makes a lot of sense historically. And I think that it really truly brings history to life for me. And it's the only thing that makes Very it interesting. Nice. So, you know, you got to make history interesting somehow. Yeah. We, uh, me and John went as um, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter was him. And then I was Pride and Prejudice and Zombies for Halloween one time. It was really cute. You guys did a really great job. I was honestly proud of those. We pulled those costumes together in like a day. Yeah, but I had also <laughs> been telling John he needed to be Abraham Lincoln for like four or five years. Well, he looks like Abraham He Lincoln. does look a lot <laughs> like Abraham Lincoln. But yeah, I have not actually read the book though, so... Yeah, it's quite good. It sounds good. fun. It's quite good. You can borrow the audiobook for me if you'd like. Okay. Uh, just in time for Halloween spooky season, mm-hmm. too. Yay. It is a great... Man, and see, that's what I like about this story so much is because it makes history interesting and fun. And I would really like to believe, though, that this is a true creature, though. But it definitely seems like a plausible way that the legend could have started. Like, that totally makes sense. There was this family that was considered to be evil and, like, generally not well-liked, so people gossiped about them and people were superstitious back then. Yeah, but I guess they, there was a, I did read somewhere that they were talking about how it could have manifested into this, like, actual quote sightings or like people are oh yeah yeah do you want to take that part of the origin because i got distracted by benjamin franklin's (laughs) (laughs) well i read it somewhere and the problem is i pulled up so many different articles i have actually lost that section oh no um do you remember enough about it to give a summary i think that they it just says that early into the 1800s like the late 1700s all that happened like 1730s 1740s and that's when they say that the jersey devil was born too i think that's about the same time that they say the very first sighting that after it was born and it like turned into this thing that crawled up the chimney um was about 1735 okay or i guess when leeds died when titan leeds died around that time so it is like the same creature that's been alive since 1735 Mm -hmm. to the present and in the early 1700s sorry late 1800s the Leeds Devil or the Jersey Devil had become like a legendary monster, a ghost story in the southern New Jersey area. And then stories continued to circulate in southern New Jersey. Um, and I guess that just happened because there was probably something happening. There was probably just a way to, it was probably just a way to explain things that mm-hmm. livestock that went missing, dogs that went missing, some wild animal probably was doing a lot of those things. I or read somewhere that it, it was a Leeds Devil. It was said to like kidnap children. So maybe children went missing, they blamed the Leeds level. I know that it was used as, like, a boogeyman, like, don't go outside at night. That makes a lot of sense. Because the uh, Jersey Devil will get you. So, poor, so a scapegoat, basically. Yeah. But, and maybe that's how the goat thing came into. So it was a boogeyman, people told their kids, and then those kids told their kids. 
and it kept on going until, until somebody saw it, right? <laughs> well, yes. Yeah, so a lot of people have actually seen it over the years, and I think um, in the 1740s they found that it was carrying off large dogs and geese and cats and small livestock and then even occasionally children. Um, and so the pine barrens were being haunted or attacked by this creature on at least two occasions before the century, two more occasions after it was its birth or whatever um, before this the before the century was over. So that's okay, like the so that's end of the, the 1700s. Late, yeah, late yeah. 1700s. Yep. Um, so one of the very first sightings of it was there was a naval commodore, Stephen Decatur. He visited Hanover Ironworks in the Barrens in 1800 and tested the plant's cannonballs. And on one day in the firing range, he noticed a strange creature, and it says winging overhead. So, sure, it's flying. Um, he took aim at it, and he fired at the monster. And then some people say that he's, his shot struck it. Um, that the devil still continued going. Wait, he fired a going. cannonball at it? I'm assuming so. <laughs> When he was already testing the cannonballs. That's true. How convenient. So we know that it was a pretty big creature if a cannonball was aimed at it. Uh-huh. I feel like there's no way cannonballs were very accurate, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So either. cannon fire does not kill the Jersey Devil. Yeah, That's unless he had, like, spot-on aim. Mm-hmm. Um, the second sighting took place a few years later, and then this was another, quote, respected witness. This was from Joseph Bonaparte, the former king of Spain and brother of Napoleon. This is what I think you <laughs> had mentioned. What? Yes. So, the brother of Napoleon? The Napoleon. Napoleon Bonaparte. Uh-huh. His brother, Joseph. <laughs> so, that Jersey sounds tell- like, like a fake brother. Like, oh, yeah, his brother. Oh, yeah, my brother, brother lives in New Jersey. <laughs> uh, but he was the former king of Spain, so, I mean. Okay. He was... Very, very, I mean, that's like a legit plausible, like, if he's saying it, it's got to be real, right? Um, so he was in a county, country, sorry, country house near a uh, border town, wherever that is. I'm sure it borders the town. Um, <laughs> it's the town that's, that's bordering. Um, from 1816 to 1839, and he said that he saw it while he was hunting game one day in the Pine Barrens. All right. Must be Kept real. Keeping the legend alive. I'm sure he was just like, yeah, I saw it. <laughs> no big deal. Sure. He might have just been saying that to gain some, like, brownie points because, you know, his brother was Napoleon and all. <laughs> um, in 1840, the um, minister, oh, yeah, they had done some sort of exorcism on him. Um, but one of the, like, lame factual things that I was reading is that Quakers didn't perform exorcism. It wasn't really a thing. Oh, okay, so that probably part of the story is not... Yeah, and the fact that yeah, there's... exorcisms is, like, a Catholic thing. Yeah, but um, anyway, when he d- when it, the minister had done an exorcism, and it was like, oh, okay, it'll last for 100 years. Um, ah. But 1840, the devil came back and brought terror to the region once again. So I guess it didn't really do anything in the couple times it had been sighted be- between the within that 100 years. So it was just hanging out for a while, and then it started terrorizing again? I, yeah, I guess so. Okay. That's, that's what my source says here. So he brought terror to the region once again, and he snatched sheep from their pens, and preyed on children who lingered outside after sunset. So, I mean, your parents, their parents were, you know, they're right and warning their kids to come inside. Sounds ex- like an extremely effective boogeyman. Yeah. <laughs> you think about how dark it was, though, before they had streetlights in, like, a oh, non-city yeah. area in a place called the Pine Barrens? That sounds terrifying. It would be pitch black. Yeah. Yeah, we went uh, for our vacation last week. Um, we were in Northern California in, like, the Redwoods. Yeah. And those trees are so tall, um, and it's sort of mountainous in the area that it would be, like, it would be dark. And then you would drive out of the forest, and it was like, oh, it's not dark yet. Ooh, that's really scary. Yeah, it was pretty intense. (laughs) You think about, like, 
how tall those trees are and how far above the earth are they are and then how much stuff is like happening like way up there like right above your head but uh-huh. you have no idea yeah we read um in one of those like visitor center pamphlets or whatever that um they had a whole section on animals that live up in the redwoods in like the canopy and never ever come down and most of them they didn't even start discovering those animals until the 80s the 80s? Yeah, that like recently? the 1980s. Cause are they, they mostly up there. birds or are there mammals and stuff It was like too? frogs and lizards and... What? Flying squirrels and stuff, yeah. That sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. But yeah, crazy things can go on in forests. And forests are very dark. I just had a really good idea for like a, an RPG video game. What? I don't know. I don't want to say it. <laughs> like a like a. Because it's going to sound canopy, super lame. But... Tree canopy platformer? Yes, like a... I But I don't really like... I don't like a... What are they called when they're horizontal and you keep going? Platformers. I like, yeah, like I like... side-scrolling. Yeah, I don't like side-scrolling. I like... Yeah, I get bored. 3D, like, worlds explore. So an open world... Up in the trees. Tree canopy. Four-dimensional. <laughs> Four-dimensional. Oh. Right? <laughs> Does it have smell? <laughs> uh, yes. You can also taste things. Smell-o-vision. Smell-o-vision. And you're a flying squirrel, so you can go, whoo, and glide. All right, let's work on that. Let's okay. work on this. That's our next project. Yeah, that's anyway. our next. <laughs> so, um, the devil was recalled throughout the 1800s, um, though the actual sightings of the creature were few, so the, at least, I mean, this, his story kept going on. So um, they kept on, like, blaming stuff on the Jersey Devil, but yeah. people weren't seeing it. It's the Jersey Devil! <laughs> I just imagine people being like, get in here. <laughs> You don't want the Jersey Devil getting you. Thomas, <laughs> don't wander off into the woods, Thomas. So in 1909 is when the Jer- Jersey Devil returned again, and literally thousands of people spotted the monster or saw his footprints. Thousands? Like at the same time? Or it was like a rash of I think it sightings. was a rash of sightings. Okay. Um, so they either saw his footprints and so that they were like, oh, that Jersey Devil has been here. Footprints. I see him. Mm-hmm. Um, I see his horse footprints. It's not likely in that it's my goats. <laughs> yeah, it's not likely that it's my horse or my goat. I mean, it is definitely Jersey prints, Jersey Devil prints for um, sure. And then other people saw things probably flying and wondering why that guy's like, wait, well, looks like there's a goat in the tree, but it's it's a Jersey <laughs> Devil. Um, so it became so bad that schools closed and people refused to go outside. Oh no! So it was. It was like a mass panic. Yeah. Oh, dear. I wonder if it was one of those things. What is that mass hysteria when people start yeah. experiencing the same thing? Yeah, like, though... people will get, like, some sort of sickness that's psychosomatic just because, yeah. Which is freaking, like, awesome biology. Mass hysteria is pretty fascinating. Yeah. Actually, I listened to a Stuff You Should Know podcast episode about that, but it's been a while since I listened to it, but they were talking about how, like, unexplicably real it is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I it's mean, explained, but it's but then also there are parts of it where it's like, well, it just happens. Yeah, sometimes, yeah, they don't know how it starts necessarily, but just, uh, like, an entire population becomes so terrified that they're going blind that they'll start not being able to see very well or something. That's insane to me. I'm going to read more about that after this because that's so cool. Your brain um, can really mess your body up. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a lot like that, like, what you th- when you're sick about, or like, like, just being a... Um, 
Oh my gosh. When you are somebody who gets sick because you think about Hypochondria? it. Hypochondria? Yes. Why could I think of that? I was trying to say hippogriff and that's like not the right <laughs> no, word. No, that's not it. <laughs> but yes, it, like a hypochondriac. Um, so, okay. And then later in that year, or I guess in like the early 1900s, a police officer named James Sackville apparently spotted the monster while walking his beat one night, which I'm assuming a beat is just like his track. Yeah, like that's like rounds that a police officer patrols. Yeah, his beat. But I imagine him doing like a cool like <laughs> dance, dance move. I, well, he might have been doing that as well. Yeah, he was kind of like doing like a step to it. And, like you take two steps forward and like He's one doing back the and then do a little bit of hip movement. Okay. He <laughs> was passing along a dark alley when a winged creature hopped into the street and let out a horrific scream. Ooh. Which I guess I didn't really talk about the biology. Yeah, that's their thing is they scream, right? Yeah, they have a really loud or screeching. It. I forget that it's, yeah, it's just one. <laughs> yes. And it's apparently genderless for all we for what mm-hmm. we know. I guess we should talk about that in the biology section. I'll go back to that. We can go back to biology. I'll kind of like talk about it as I'm talking about because I think most of the 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 root the actual like attributes about this creature that we learn are from the sightings. Yeah. So in Which this case, sense. yeah. So in this case, uh, the devil, Jersey Devil. Um, screams his horrific scream which i believe he screamed it screamed they screamed when it killed the midwife and flew up the chimney yeah mm-hmm. that poor midwife she's just trying to do her <laughs> I know, job right so he fired his revolver at the beast but it spread its wings and vanished into the air um and then in spite of the sightings the beast was always considered a regional legend but then uh in 1909 a even skeptical research and skeptical researchers admit um there were authentic elements of the unexplained um, many people saw the creature during the month of January, including E.W. Minster, the postmaster of Bristol, Pennsylvania. So he was traveling. I like how they always give people's jobs, like, this person was the postmaster. <laughs> so he was super like... credible. Like, they don't, they don't tell any don't lies. Lie. <laughs> they, and, and they have perfect eyesight, so everything that they see, I mean... Yeah, you need really good eyes to look at all those stamps. Mm -hmm. They gotta know that those are real stamps. I don't know what postmasters do. I'm not really (laughs) sure either. Sounds a lot better than, like, mailman, though. Or mail person. Maybe they're... I guess they're the boss of all the mail delivers. Maybe they're the mail boss. What is is that one... I'm gonna bring a lot of video games into this, but there's that one... I think it's Zelda... Zelda, oh my gosh. Zelda Wind Waker, and then the birds are like they have like their big post office up in the I did not play Wind Waker. It was probably it was really difficult. I didn't even get all the way through it. And <laughs> Jordan tried playing it too and we were both like, ooh, this one's rough. Because there's so much time on the ocean and it's like, well, you're not getting anywhere <laughs> and I didn't play enough video games to really I lost interest. I just That's a review of Zelda Wind Waker. <laughs> um it's got some nice like music though, that Wind Waker's Zelda music's always very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I lose interest. I get, I have a very short attention span. Okay, so there are a lot of sightings in here. You want me to continue going through them? Uh, I'd say hit the highlights if there are any, like, terribly interesting ones, but it seems like they're mostly well, the I same. Or probably read all the lame ones first already. <laughs> so anyway, the postmaster, he uh, saw one during the month of January. He heard an eerie, almost supernatural sound coming from the direction of the Delaware River, like 2 o'clock in the morning. He looked out the window and saw what he thought to look like or thought to be a large crane but it was flying diagonally and emitting a curious glow so they can also glow apparently flying diagonally what does that even mean not straight <laughs> i don't know but diagonally relative to what uh hmm like i don't know if it was diagonally like it wasn't 
maybe it was flying like in the direction of like one of its wings and not necessarily like head first forward but like oh, to the side or maybe like it meant... diagonally relative to itself whatever okay, i don't know <laughs> this is why the postmaster is maybe not a reliable witness <laughs> i yeah i don't know but but okay so it he, glows he it also, screams it glows yes he confirmed um that he had a long neck thin wings long back legs and shorter ones in the front and it let out a combination of a squawk and a, and a whistle and then disappeared into Ooh. the darkness. I guess that could be kind of like a scream. Mm-hmm. Its thing is disappearing into darkness, apparently. Okay. Very mysterious. Very Batman. Yeah. So I guess in 1909 is when there were a lot of those sightings, and they were usually early in the morning, and uh, this person described it about as it as about three and a half feet high. Um, this is the person who saw it with a face like a collie and a head like a horse. So, so that sounds smaller than I was thinking. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Three I was feet. thinking like horse-sized yeah, well, some some people say it's about twenty feet long, and I don't know if that's oh, including, including the tail. So maybe it's only about three feet tall, and it's got like a seventeen foot long tail. But that seems outrageously ridiculous. So like a sky snake, a sky snake. <laughs> um, so I think maybe people just don't have like good measuring skills. Like I know I don't. I, I yeah, I would not be able to estimate mm-hmm. the size of something in normal adult measurements <laughs> i yeah i'm really bad at telling you like if somebody said how far away is that and I, i'd be like i don't know some distance mm-hmm. yeah you said 20 feet and i was like well i know that's big <laughs> well i know <laughs> that's that, all like, i could tell you 20 feet would be like two stories though because yeah a story is about 10 feet yeah that's a good way to think about it that's how i have to i always have to relate it to something else three feet is mm-hmm. like two feet shorter than me so yeah i know how big three feet is that's a yardstick i struggle um <laughs> so um, then one of my favorite stories is when, um, let's see, um, well, actually, I don't say this is my favorite story. I like, there was one about him eating a bunch of berries, <laughs> so that one was pretty interesting. And that Berries was in the, is a better thing for it to eat than children. Right, but it attacked a lot of dogs, and, oh, no. um, this one right here, um, was in 19, so, it, which was crazy, because it started getting pretty more recent like when you're talking about stories like in the early 1900s you're like yeah, that was a long time ago those people are, those people are crazy people were crazy yeah. they wore they did weird things wore weird clothes superstitious but as of the 1930s um there were berry pickers at leeds point in maze landing i have no idea where that is they reported seeing the devil crashing through the fields and devouring blueberries and cranberries so um <laughs> it's a little, got a sweet tooth need too. some antioxidants wasn't getting enough of that from human flesh um so <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, it was reported again two weeks later, and then it disappeared again. And then it wasn't seen again until 1951, and a group of children, which, not credible sources, let's be real, <laughs> cornered the devil. the master no. of any sort of post. <laughs> right? Like, what do they know? Um, they saw the creature, uh, just bounding away at this clubhouse that they were near, um, and they were reports claim that it was spotted by dozens of witnesses before finally vanishing again but okay it kind of just kind of was like hey i'm still here and then bounded away it's got to make sure that it keeps its brand strong yeah it's got to make sure people still yeah better better recognize (laughs) um but then it was kind of just a while before anybody ever said anything about it again and then in 1960 blood-curdling cries terrorized a group of people near may's landing Um, state officials tried to calm the nervous residents but no explanation could be found for the weird sounds it really could have been like legitimately somebody dying and nobody really yeah i wonder I don't know. That would blood be bad. Um, Policemen nailed signs and posters. This is 1960, though, so it could have been, like, some kind of, like, drug thing, too. <laughs> That's uh, true. <laughs> somebody could have been, like, hardcore tripping on some acid. 
Was that in the 60s? 60s, oh, yeah. 70s? Yeah. Yeah. Groovy, man. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> they nailed signs and posters everywhere stating that the Jersey Devil was a hoax, but then a lot of people... Uh, came and tourists came and flooded the area anyway um and then harry hunt who owned the hunt brothers circus offered a thousand dollars a hundred thousand dollars for the capture of the beast hoping to add it to his sideshow attractions the monster was never found though i feel like Um, if it's evaded people for like hundreds of years you're not gonna find it all that easily yeah expert hider yeah he's real good at hiding and yes surviving lived for nearly 300 years now um the most recent sighting of the creature um okay first of all this this article is quite old um (laughs) was said to have been in 1993 although for an early 2000s webpage looks pretty good um (laughs) a forest ranger was driving along the Melica river in southern new jersey and he was startled to find the road ahead of him blocked by the jersey devil he's described it as uh being about six feet tall with horns and matted black fur and uh the creature just stared at him for several minutes before the monster finally turned and ran into the forest. So you would think that a forest ranger would be able to identify, like, a bear or something. Like, you'd think that it, a forest ranger wouldn't necessarily misidentify a normal animal as right supernatural. But it could have been, like, a Sasquatch type. I mean, all he said was that it was six feet tall, horns, and matted black fur. That's true. Maybe it was a yeti. Who knows? Yeah. We're gonna have to do Bigfoot at some point, and then maybe we can determine whether or not this story might have been. I found, uh, for some reason, Bigfoot pictures and, like, Sasquatch photos were coming up when I was Googling pictures of the Jersey Devil. (laughs) Well, it is another thing that walks on its hind feet in a forest, I guess. Yeah. But I bet he's probably a lot more muscly, though, right? Yeah, and he's got giant-ass wings, which seems like it would be pretty obvious. Yeah. The Jersey Devil does. Jersey Devil. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Anyway, so there have been few isolated sightings of the Jersey Devil, but there have been some pretty recently, and I can touch on those briefly if you'd like. Please do. Unfortunately, all of them I can have explanations for. I watched this YouTube video, (laughs) and it was like a really, like, weirdly edited video, and it was one of those where somebody typed in the words so that some sort of, like, digital, or I don't know. It was really weird. It was like a Vocaloid situation? Yeah, it was really strange. And then and um, the person kept saying, though, like, I know that some of these are probably fake, but what do you think? And then after every <laughs> picture and after every video and explanation, he was like, what do you think? <laughs> um, but what I really liked about this article, and again, <laughs> it was talking about um, how it's like, if it really was a myth, though, how do we explain all the sightings of the creature and the witness accounts from reliable persons like businessmen, police officers, and even public officials? Because we know that they are the most... <laughs> Credible sources of information. Public officials are always honest. Businessmen especially. Businessmen do not get drunk ever, Mm-mm. and postmasters yeah. never lie. Ooh, especially if they <laughs> carry a briefcase, because then that that's like... That's double. Very, that's a double credible Very source. serious yeah. person right there. So that's what this article says. Just because <laughs> of that, they're not easy to dismiss as hearsay or the result of heavy drinking. So... <laughs> Could the Jersey Devil have been real after all? Just waiting to be found. That's what this article says. Dum, dum, dum. Well, I'll tell you what. (laughs) A few other people believe so. Um, My favorite one is, and actually the most recent one, it happened in March of this year. There were these two construction workers that were driving down a road in New Jersey, and it was rainy, and they were talking, and they saw it fly back and forth a few times, like across the windshield. Um, And it must have been nighttime at this. Um, I guess this actually, take it back, this was in Pennsylvania. Honestly, they're all the same state up there. They're very close. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So they were 
um, driving on the highway about an hour outside of Philadelphia, and they spotted the creature. The guy says he was driving back from Philadelphia, and he doesn't remember the exact party he was at, but he and his friend were in the car and saw what they what seemed to be a massive vulture in a tree, and it was getting dark out, so they couldn't really make out the features. Um, so he got when his friend, who wasn't driving, mm-hmm. got his phone out, <laughs> safety first, and um, it began taking off out of the tree, whatever they were seeing. And the image submitted to Cryptology News, which is a real website, um, had seemingly been taken from inside the vehicle, shows a blurry and rainy highway with a few blurred cars and dark flying animal oh, on the whoa. top left. Um, the alleged animal appears to be less blurry than the elements and the rest of the elements present in the photograph. So yeah. it looks like it made of it looks pretty photoshopped in. <laughs> it's either photoshopped, but then what I was reading, uh, well, they were saying it was extremely creepy, and we figured we must have just been looking at it wrong, uh, but they looked back at the picture. They said it doesn't look like a bird or bat that they'd ever seen before. Granted, though, like, it does look very big. It looks way bigger than a bird. Honestly, though, how many bats have you really seen, like, in real life? And when well, you do it see it definitely them, looks bigger than a bat. <laughs> right? Okay. But here's the thing. When you see bats, you don't really, like, see them, because I see them in the trees all the time, and, like, at nighttime, you can see them kind of mm-hmm. catching, but you don't really they just like these little like weird yeah, flappy flap, flap, things flap. and they're gone flappa flappa they're kind of like birds i guess yeah so i mean honestly i don't know that you could say that it's not a bat um but it's a big bat if it's a bat but when i was reading this <laughs> i was reading the comments i think it was posted on youtube or something too and i was reading all the comments people were like that's just a leaf or that's just a moth on their windshield and so <laughs> they were like duh oh my gosh it's just stuck to the windshield <laughs> which if you look at it it could be that it, it could be stuck to the windshield it could, could be, be something, some debris. It could also be the it, Jersey Devil. It could be the Jersey Devil. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of cool. This one has legit horns. Huh. Anyway, that happened, yeah, in March. Cool. No, it was posted February, so it must have happened earlier than March of this year. But anyway, mm-hmm. earlier this year, um, there's another another really interesting <laughs> sighting, um, but I don't think there's much of a story behind it other than the fact that it just looks like somebody took a My Favorite Pony silhouette <laughs> doll and put it on a string and flapped it across the camera <laughs> real fast. But this video I was watching played it with, like, the sounds that were, like, <laughs> you know, like, the really, like, scary, like, I don't know. It was really silly. That's probably the most, that's probably. Hard evidence. This one's actually really cool, though, too. I thought this one was cool. Um think it's probably just a trick of the camera but there was a man who was out hunting and he was in his um deer lease and had a camera set up and they you know they have those deer lease cameras that you put like food around it and then or whatever and the deer come up to it and so as soon as there's motion i'll take a picture Mm -hmm. and this picture is of a um let's see I don't know when this was, but I don't, because the, I don't know when exactly it was, but um, oh. it looks to be some kind of monster, and it's got the glowy eye, and it's got the devil face, and it it's looks got wings. really strange. Creepy looking. It looks like a little bit of, di- like a little dinosaur. It looks like a child's drawing of, <laughs> like, I don't know, it looks very incorrect. <laughs> right? But then he said he heard lots of strange noises and things, too. Yeah. Uh, like some crazy sounds, but it was dark. Here's the one that looks like somebody threw a goat up into the air. <laughs> um, it is. It's like a a goat toy that they taped wings to or something and then threw in the air. It looks ridiculous. <laughs> Irrefutable. Then there was one on this show that they, um, um, on a TV show, they had a heat camera and they were looking at it. That also just looks like a horse with wings on it. Which is kind of hilarious looking. <laughs> yeah. Like, it doesn't look like it's 
It looks like it's standing on the ground rather than in the air because the legs are all like on the same level, and so it. Yeah. Yeah. It looks really goofy. It reminds me of like what is that dragon tail? It's like the or it, might, it looks kind of like dragon air. It does a little bit. Like from Pokemon. Maybe this like, is proof that dragon air is real instead that of Pokemon <laughs> are a real thing. And totally. They have taken out their rage and vengeance on humans by stealing our children and cheap. And eating them. Okay. So. so, yeah, Jersey Devil. Does it have any, like, special powers, or is it mostly just, like, a scary animal that eats livestock? Well, if you consider, like, lifespan, or being well, able to true. live for hundreds of years, that's kind of a special power. If it glows by mm-hmm. that one... Um, Glow survives cannon fire. Survives cannon <laughs> fire. Um, apparently doesn't need a lot of nourishment, unless it's feeding off forest animals that nobody's noticing is missing. Berries, yeah. Um, they can fly. Uh-huh. And they have this crazy blood-curling scream. Yep. Creepy scream goat dragons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. <laughs> but I think that was a really cool one to learn about. I was really interested in that yeah. story. I like kind of local things. Those are fun. Because it seems like a little bit more plausible than a creature that's supposedly, like, everywhere. But just yeah. nobody has proved that it exists. Like, if it's a creature that's only in one place. That a lot of people in those areas them, have been seeing. Yeah. Yeah. That seems more likely. And, you know, I don't really feel threatened by it, though, considering it doesn't seem to prey on adults. And I've never been to New Jersey. <laughs> Neither have I. So I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I do have a lot of friends that live up in that area, though. Okay, they better watch out then. Yeah, I'm sure they're fine. They, uh... Don't go out <laughs> at night, Thomas. <laughs> right? Well, you know, another thing, I guess if you should just add this, though. Um, if we're talking about it in a more realistic sense, there was an episode of X-Files, and apparently it's season one, episode five, episode of X-Files, that did talk about the Jersey Devil, but in their depiction, he was more of a humanoid. And I guess if it was born of a human, mm-hmm. then that makes it makes sense that it was more of a human person. Like and- it could transform into... The Jersey Devil from a human, or it just, like, has some human features? I think it had some human features, that it was more human than creature or beast. That makes a lot more sense than a human woman just popping out something that's 100% animal. Right? Or just, like, something just all of a sudden sprouting, like, uh, wings and and, uh, tail and stuff. (laughs) But they, um, I couldn't find any, like, pictures of it from the episode and how they depicted it. So I need to go back and watch it. But all of X-Files is on Netflix right now, so... I need to watch that at some point. I never watched X-Files. Yeah. So, anyway, um, I think that that was overall, like, a really cool one to do. I do... I agree with you. I like the... I like that it's, like, a local real... Like, I mean, it makes it seem more plausible. Yeah. And it's kind of charming. A charming bit of Americana. It is. Yes. From our colonial roots. Mm -hmm. Very proud of our founding fathers. And their monster friends. Yep. <laughs> and Benjamin Franklin and his petty childish feud with this other guy that published a similar almanac. <laughs> they need to make a movie about that for real. Amazing. So do we... Would we want to be friends with no. the Jersey Devil? <laughs> Not really. Unless it's that, Unless it's that cute one that's got that drawing where he's got that big head. And it kind of looks like he's like side-eyeing and the little, little cute little smile. <laughs> yes, it's so cute. It looked more mischievous yeah. than evil. Yeah. I guess we didn't really talk about pl- possible explanations, though. Oh, yeah. Well, I'd say the most major possible explanation is everybody's just seeing things, but then there's the legend, and so they're like, oh, maybe it was mm-hmm. that, and then they become convinced that it was that. Mm-hmm. And then it's uh, just general... 
We probably shouldn't even entertain the possibility that that's ever the explanation for anything, though, because that could be the explanation for, like, absolutely everything. That's true. It's very general. (laughs) Just people's eyes playing tricks on them. Right. So, what's something that I was seeing a lot of was pictures of hairless animals um, that looked real creepy. Like, bald bears look super freaky. Ooh, yeah. Most bald animals do, because a lot of their skin is darker than what you would think. And kind of splotchy sometimes, so it looks, like, sick. And little bits of little spurts of hair there. So there was, like, this hairless squirrel that I saw. Granted, that's very small. Um, but, you know, with the with the wrong perspective and point of view, it yeah. could look a lot larger. And then same with, like, a, I saw a fox. Um, I think that's kind of true for, like, a lot of things. It's like, oh, I don't know what that is because it's a hairless thing, so it doesn't look yeah, like what it's so supposed to look like. Yeah, so it must be something like. supernatural. Yeah. And then there's also the something that really looks a lot like this in real life is a oh whoa the flying large flying fox it's a type of bat freaking Um, what is that yeah how is that a person's head in the foreground yeah i think though that that perspective specifically makes it look like a lot larger than it really is too it looks like a freaking dinosaur it does it looks like a pterodactyl but this bat right here is um why is it so big and that's and it looks a lot like what the Jersey Devil looks like. Here's the thing, though. Holy crap! This animal isn't one that is found in America. It's it's not an American Good. animal. <laughs> it's sweet. It eats fruit. But it's so big. Oh, but it's so cute. It's too big. It's a rare mega bat and one of the largest bats in the world. A mega bat. Yeah, a mega bat. And it's endemic to forests in the Philippines. So it's like on the other side okay. of the world. So, um... Oh my goodness. It's not something that we would ever see here unless... It, like escaped a zoo or something but um that we know of here's yeah, a really maybe good there's picture some of them living in the pine barrens it's oh possible my gosh and i don't know about the trees and like what their like ecology is like in that area but i don't imagine that something like this could live without being noticed and then also i don't mistaken think the, for the climate is not anything like the philippines for no, sure no look how cute the little faces oh my gosh it's that's oh no so <laughs> That's something. It looks like a horrifying monster. No, it's so cute. <laughs> so there are a bunch of different megabat species, and I think that most of those are like tropical rainforest areas, and so nothing that would be found up in that area. But they, but we could theoretically have our own megabat species that lives in New Jersey, uh, potentially. <laughs> um, but they're all frugivorous or nectivorous. Meaning, I don't know of what that, that means. That they only eat fruit or nectar. Oh, okay. Well, that's mm-hmm. good. So and they could eat berries. <laughs> true. That is very true. Uh-huh. Um, but they probably don't have hooves. But they do look a lot like what the Jersey Devil looks for like. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I can't really think of anything. Like, you can say hairless creatures. The bat is very close. Mm-hmm. To, like, if I saw that in a forest, I would be like, that is some sort of devil monster. Um, who look at a bunch of them hanging out in a tree. But unless they live in that area, I can't really think of another obvious explanation for So, Oh my gosh, there's too many. That's in <gasps> Australia. They're all hanging in trees. On Fox listeners, Island. Listeners. And it's very scary looking. Because they're mm, so big. No, I would go there. They're so cool. I don't like their creepy skin wings. <laughs> but yeah, I can't think of like an obvious explanation for what it could be. So maybe... Maybe it's real. I don't know. I think it's real. I feel like it's possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's our answer, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, feel good about uh, it. <laughs> I'd say a good solid, like, a hard maybe leaning on yes. Yeah. A yes leaning maybe. 
Okay, there you go. I like it. Sounds good. <laughs> All right, well, send us listener questions because... Yeah, ask us questions about the Jersey Devil or about whether or not Amy would want to be anywhere close to a giant bat. The answer to that is no. <laughs> <laughs> I would. The answer to that is no, please. <laughs> if somebody was like, would you like to pet it? I'd be like, oh, please. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay, well... <laughs> okay, so we're a part of the Not Staff for Work podcast network, along with shows like... Queerly There, and The Lasso, and The Intergalactic Express, and we have a new show called Sapphic. Sapphic Skywalkers. Sa- Sapphic, oh my god. <laughs> no, buddy. <laughs> it's called Sapphic Skywalkers. That's kind of a tongue twister. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, Sapphic. And it's a Star Wars show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm really sorry that I just effed that up. It's okay. <laughs> Don't apologize to me. Apologize to our new friends who you've just offended. <laughs> no, no, no. No, cut it out. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I got yes. stuck on the word Sapphic Skywalkers. I couldn't get Skywalker. Skywalker. I think it's a really cool name. I like the the alliteration. Yeah. Alliteration is good. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, listen to all of us. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Wonessi. You can also find us individually on Twitter. I'm at Amali Molly, and I'm at Jade Olivia K spelled K A Y. I don't really know that yeah. I want to add that though in there. Okay, well, you're on our bio thing anyways. Oh yeah, true that. So I'm thinking of changing it though. Really? We'll see. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so you can tweet at us if you want. You can email us at woonessiepod at gmail.com. Um, we've got an Instagram. Mm-hmm. Is that just, that's at woonessie? Mm-hmm. It's the same yeah. thing as our Twitter. Woonessie and... Oh, and we'll probably put some Jersey Devil pictures up on that because yeah. yes, we got some. So good you can ones. see what it looks like. There are some really good ones. Put up a put up some pictures of those giant terrifying bats too. Oh, they're so cute, <laughs> so they can scare everyone. Mega bats, or people can think they're cute, whichever. Mm-hmm. I don't want to yuck anybody's yums. Um, <laughs> I don't think I've heard that before, but I really like it. <laughs> yeah, so continue listening to us. You can subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher or other podcast sources and please leave us a rating or review if you feel so inclined and mm. i think that's it yeah that's it yeah next time i'm Onessi. i think we're gonna do something spooky yes because it is it is the spooky season oh it's my favorite month yeah we were thinking headless horsemen i don't know if that is an entire episode or if we would do a collection of spooky legends mm-hmm. but we'll see yeah we will find out sounds good yeah send us in if you Oh my gosh, yes. If you dress up as any sort of a cryptid thing, please send us pictures of your costume. And we will repost it. That sounds awesome. That would be amazing. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. Episode done. Episode done. Don't go into the forest at night, Tommy. cut a lot out yeah okay (laughs) we're kind of just like going on and on make us sound really good when you edit this it's weird (laughs) i'm sorry um i told you i was gonna work on that so you didn't have to edit so much and spend so much time editing it's okay it's my life now